Welcome to the Grappling We See exactly. Grappling Rewind Podcast. Welcome to this week on the Grappling Rewind Podcast. On this week's show, we're going to preview UAE JJF Grand Slam in Abu Dhabi. We're going to preview Fight to Win 97. We're going to preview the third Cross Grappling Championships, the King of Mats, and uh, recap some events that happened this week as well. As always, I'm your host, Maine. Joined here with my co-host. Emil. How you doing, Emil? I'm doing great. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. This is a, a rare Thursday recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some previews, light little, you know, light previews. Sprinkle that on there. We looked at the uh, at the events. And we're like, oh my god, we don't have to record this the day before it comes out. We can record it early. That's right. And um, man, we're starting to ramp up the year with some fucking awesome events. You know, yeah, the first the first week back, we have four events and four bangers too, four like big events. Too. You know, and you know, like and we have Euros next week. Yep, exactly. Like so, we're gonna preview the Euros. On next week's episode, it's like, God damn, there's so many events. And I'm looking at the calendar. We probably have almost 15 events in January. Oh, yeah. 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 We have 15 events in January alone. It's like, holy shit. They we're going to we're kicking up fast. Yeah. So uh, as far as anything news, newsy this week, Neil? Yeah, there's a few pieces of news. Um, we're going to start this week on news. Well, we have um, Kasai's Amateur Tournament is uh, coming back to New York City. So if you are looking for high-level competition, peep that tournament. That's a good place to, to cut your teeth at. I think they also may, maybe didn't go qualify for this one. I don't know. They're doing the Dallas Super Series coming up soon. And I think, I think one of their upcoming events has one of their like tournament qualifier spots for Kasai Pro on it like they used to do. Because the first, I think, two or three events they did, they had these amateur tournaments, and then one of those divisions had a... Um, a spot that you get into a main tournament. So another grappling-related news, Spider also announced that they have a uh, an amateur tournament coming up for a qualifier? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, coming up in March, uh, first week in March. Um, Spider's also a fucking marquee event now. Like, I, I love that these professional organizations are starting to really um, attract, like, amateurs and stuff and, and having these open-style uh, qualifier tournaments. Yeah, this one seems like a little less open. Flo has a write-up on this one, and it seems like you have to apply to be chosen by committee to then compete for your spots in this qualifying event. But, dude, Spider, we saw some dudes that were purple, brown, and black belts in their last tournament that were standouts. And I think everyone by the end of it was a black belt. Yeah, I, I view, if, you, if, if they're soliciting applications, I view it a little bit more open because... Yeah, if, open entry, if, open application. Right, for it. exactly. And if you're at that level and they're interested in seeing you and seeing what you can do, you can get selected. It's not just a an invite invitational. Only. Yeah, it's not yeah. invitational. It's yeah. uh, it's an application, and then you get selected. So that's, that's right. really cool. They they put together a really outstanding event last year, and we watched a couple of their events. I eventually, saw you know a couple champions crowned, and it was overall a really really cool format. So I'm excited they're doing it again, and uh, looking for looking forward to covering it. You anything else, Bill? No, uh, were there any uh, promotions this week, man? Oh yeah, there were. Uh, Amanda Sullivan got sorry, not Amanda Sullivan. Nikki Sullivan got her black belt. Awesome. So uh, I think I believe she has one or two belts in fight to win. So it'll be interesting. I think she's probably gonna have to go up now and be fighting for black belts. She's gonna have to relinquish her brown belt belts at fight to win and uh, fight the black belts now. So I assume we're gonna see her pretty soon on fight to win. So that's exciting. She got a black belt from Galvao at Atos. Awesome. So that's exciting. Oh, also pulled out of my tournament. Oh man! Finally. Ah, oh, dude. The, the knee is just pretty jacked up, and uh, I can't do it. Well, I'm glad you're taking some time to rehab it, so. Yeah, oh, yeah, I made my rehab appointments, too. I'm going <laughs> to go to physical therapy. I actually made those appointments today. I was Excellent. like, let me actually call, because I got the prescriptions a couple of weeks ago. Let me actually call and, and make an appointment and actually get that done, because it, it hurts to get up off the ground still. So 
So that's not good. That's not good, but hey, kudos to you for getting it checked out. I mean, kudos to something. Like 2019, starting it right, yep. going to physical therapy and getting my shit checked out. I'm not going to stop training and rolling, but I'm at least going to a doctor about it. <laughs> okay. The judgment is hard on me. I feel you. Yes. All right. So let's get into some previews. So on to our preview of the UAE JJF Grand Slam, Abu Dhabi Grand Slam in Abu Dhabi. This is their big dog event. This uh, kicks off their world tour for 2018 and 2019 season. Yeah, this is one of my favorite events, man. I, I really like the way their format. And I don't know if in part it's just because like there's the pressure of having all of the like, you know, the sheiks there who are like no nonsense it seems like in terms of like stalling and whatnot you know i i famously i think one of these events was where um one of the sheiks got fed up with keenan and meow and meow yeah was that this or was that acbg oh i forget it, brown, it, was, it, was, it was a brown belt it was match. a brown belt match i think that yeah. it was this he's like fuck you both yeah he's like nah nah this is like you're both dq'd like Jeez, was it both DQ'd or both didn't get paid or something like that? They, something... they both got removed from the tournament and were not eligible for for uh, placing. Jesus. Yeah, no, so. they did not fuck around. I remember that. So yeah. I, I feel like that that legacy like carries through and you see a little bit more. There, also, there's money on the line. So Yeah, like I love that they pay their guys. Yeah. All these tournaments are paid. Actually, I misspoke a minute ago. So this is actually the fourth. I misread the article we're reading off of here. And uh, this is the fourth out of the five events for Abu Dhabi Grand Slam. So this is the fourth Grand Slam event and it's in Abu Dhabi. They have like a Tokyo Grand Slam. They had a Rio Grand Slam. Um, but the Abu Dhabi one is always has that little bit extra in it because it's actually in there. The, the, um, the L.A. Grand Slam, which is where that Gianni, was the other one. Yeah, Johnny beat uh, Paulo. Paulo for the first time. Yeah, yeah. we see Paul. We see Paulo and Joao in these a ton. Yeah, like really, really frequently. They, they compete for UAE JGF a lot. So uh, we want to start. We want to start the big guys, the little guys. Wow, well, start with the little guys. Keep right, on you would, Emil. Okay, we got fifty-six kilogram. We got George Nakamura. We got Masaki Todoroko. We got Carlos da Silva. Federico Guimaraes. At 62 kilograms, we have Joao Batista, we have Hiago George, Isa Karasanov, Danilo Barbosa, Gabriel Fernan. Um, potentially, we got a couple other people too. We pending. Got, uh, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. They got a pencil. They got Joao Meow in this one as well. Yes. And I think so, he's probably the favorite to take this. I heat. wonder if the he's pending must be like visa related or uh, something. Usually, it's. They probably, so, they probably pulled this off a smooth comp, and you can see who's. Um, basically partially registered for the event. Got it. And then it'll have like a red bar next to their name that goes pending payment and registration. So like um, for instance, Grappling Industries, you can see for one of the upcoming events, the OSO event in Maryland in February. I'm partially registered for that event, but I haven't paid yet and finished it because I don't know if my knee's going to be good yet. So I'm still listed. I'm listed as registered for that event, but not like final. So I've seen that for before for UAE JJF. So the other two uh, pending in 62 kilograms are Samuel Lira and Pedro Clementino. In 69 kilograms we have Tiago Bravo, Andre Montiero, Victor Moraes, Daniel Santana, Diego Medeiros. And another pending registration, Paulo Miao. 77 kilograms we have Roberto Satoshi, Levi Jones Leary, Hilton Silva, Diego Romalo, we have Marcos Costa, Marcelo Pereira, and uh, pending Bradley Hill. In the 85-kilogram division, this, is a, this looks like a really fun division. Right now, this is the division that I'm pretty much the most excited to look at yeah. is this 85-kilogram division. We have Gabriel Arges, Charles Negromonte, 
We got Hulk, Lucas Barbosa, DJ Jackson, Hudson Mateus, Manuel Ribamar. Hibamar. Hibamar, sorry. Igor Souza. And we have uh, pending Hanato Cardoso and uh, Fasai Al Ketbi. Dude, that's a crazy ass division. That's a Imagine, really like, good division. All these other brackets look good. This 85 kilogram bracket looks fucking crazy. We're, we're definitely going to cover some matches from that. So, from the that other division. thing that's awesome about this event is like the, their their brackets are manageable, right? Like, yeah. they, they have, because generally they're like in these far off places, you know, only the really the top competitors will will get out to these so well they also a cool thing they do is they fly guys out to certain events i don't know who i know um matt layton was talking about it on the grapple union podcast when he was on there i want to say sometime last year or 27 i think it was think it was 2018 um and he was talking about how the uagjf run stuff because he was number one ranked for them for a while and talked about how if you were a top guy for them, they, they treated you pretty well and they flew you out to places and they covered like certain expenses. It was really cool and kind of a cool insight to what high level, what they do for high level competitors. So maybe they're getting help getting out there, but if they win, they get paid because the Grand Slam events pay pretty well for uh, UAE JJF, yeah. which is awesome. So 94 kilograms, we have Helton Silva, Jackson Souza, Adam Wardzinski, Basil Fanos, Eduardo Machado, and we have pending Zaid Semi and Zayed Obaid. And 110 kilograms, we have Ricardo Evangelista. Cyborg, maybe he's going to slap someone this time. We'll see. Muslim Pastrigov, Rodrigo Hibero, and Herbert Santos. So we're going to see those two guys go at it probably. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be fucking... I don't know when the last time they met each other. I assume they have been because they're always in 110 or plus 110. I can't remember, but those guys will go at it, man. Yeah, should be that's, fun. It's going to be really aggressive. And uh, the women's events are always a little small, so they actually always, always for you, AJJF, they combine women's brown belt and black belt um, to make the brackets a little larger. So in the 49 kilogram division, we have Misa Bastos, pending Luna Barea. We have 55 kilograms, Sayuri Toledo, Timarius Menezes. We have Sabrain Cruz, 62 kilograms. We have Hope Douglas, Bianca Basilio, um, pending Nadia Mello. Uh, Natalia Souza and Diane Bazzani, 70 kilograms. We have Samantha Cook, Tamara Silva, Yara Kakish, Veronica Macedo, and Magdalena Lasca. And at 90 kilograms? Gabrielle Pasajena and Natalie De Jesus. De Jesus. De Jesus. So, uh, yeah, it should be a really, really fun event. Again, I like watching UAE JJF. I think that shorter round time really pushes the action because these are six-minute matches, right? Yes. They're not those long-ass 10-minute. Again, I like certain 10-minute matches, but we were talking about this probably like almost six months ago at this point where that shorter format for the matches, A, for us makes it a lot more manageable, and B, we get very... I feel like we get much fewer stalling matches at the black belt level. Yeah. Like, guys are much more apt to score and like be actively going for the, sto- the score and potentially not waiting for that opportune time. They'll go a little before it because they have such little time to work. So you get a lot of like you get a lot of really, really fun matches and some fun upsets as well in these tournaments because of that shorter time frame, I think. I agree. I love that format. Yeah. You really you really do love that six minute time frame. Yeah, man. It makes it it makes it more watchable too, you know? Yeah. I, I would definitely agree. Like the watchability of these events goes up. So this is on flow. Um watch it. It should be a good event. So on to our preview of Fight to Win 97 in Sacramento, California. This event is headlined by a Masters Black Belt Nogi title, Elliot Kelly. Oh, Elliot, Elliot Kelly, no shit. The Fire Marshal versus Tex, Johns, Tex Johnson from Unity. Uh, we have a super heavy. Actually, that a second. let's talk about that for a second. That's going to be a really fun match. Yeah, yeah. We've seen Tex do a lot. Uh, very versatile. 
Um, he's always putting on entertaining matches. So yeah, we just saw him versus uh, Tom DeBlass. Yeah, where he got Tom DeBlass in a footlock, and then Tom DeBlass didn't tap, and then Tom DeBlass was like, "My foot's kind of fucked up." Not going to lie. And he lost the decision. So, Texas has been on a tear recently. We just saw him win ADCC Trials. Re- uh, what was that? A couple months ago? Yeah, or two I months think, ago? Yeah, I think it's about Something two Something like ago. that. And yeah. so, Elliot Kelly, again, perennial top contender for fight to win. Always great to see these. This is a, this is a good-ass matchup. I didn't know both these guys were in Masters. Yeah, I mean, actually, Texas doesn't surprise me that much. I, I didn't know about Elliot, though. So it's cool. This is uh, for the Black Belt Masters Nogi title. So after that, we have a super heavyweight Black Belt Gi match. Ernest Mello versus Ricardo Pen... Give me that name. Potencio Feliciano. Okay. We have a 230-pound Black Belt Gi match. Ricardo Barros versus Stefan Hall. We have a 200-pound Black Belt Nogi match. Bryant Panaget... Pangelian. Pangelian, thank you. That's the one name I can get every time. <laughs> <laughs> and we he's against Tim Freeman. We have a 190-pound Black Belt Gi match. Rich Buthon versus Manny Hosha. We have a 180-pound black belt gi match. Miguel Augusto versus Dom Hoskins. We have a 170-pound black belt no gi match. We have Marcus Bones versus Louis Moreno. 165-pound black belt gi match. Chad Bingham versus David Henson. 163-pound, here's those weird weight classes again, no, black belt no gi match. Rocky Fort versus James Cotter. 155-pound black belt gi match. David Maxwell versus Rodrigo Cardoso. 120-pound no-gi match. Tracy Goodell versus Chelsea Aguayo. And we have a super heavyweight brown belt gi match. Daniel LeBeau versus Clint Treadway. And so we have more brown belts in the match, but we have uh, we have a Brittany Elkin match this one as well. We have Brittany Elkin versus Elizabeth Mitrovic. Yep. We also have Troy Everett on this one versus Daniel Werther. This will be exciting. The walkout king, walkout king returns. Yeah. I can't wait to see what he has cooked up this time around. Uh, so it's good. <laughs> it's always entertaining. I just love watching the fight, fight to win folks. Team No Sleep competing on these things. So it's great. This is on January 11th on Flow Grappling. On January 12th, we also have uh, the Third Coast Grappling is having their inaugural event uh, headlined by Keenan Cornelius versus Aaron Tex Johnson. So those are back-to-back events. Yeah, because we got Tex on the 11th on Fight to Win in Sacramento, and then we got him on the 12th on Third Coast Grappling. Yeah, this is going to be interesting because I, I we've seen Tex a lot in Nogi. Uh, it also looks like it's a Gi matchup. Yes. Oh, sorry, not to completely cut no, you off. No, no, no. I realized where you are going with that's that. That's exactly where I was going with it. This is going to be a Gi match, um, and more recently we've seen Tex compete a lot in Nogi, right, uh, on fight. Well, sorry, I assume this is a Gi match. The picture has them both in the Gi, and I would assume they would have got a picture with them in Nogi. Had they had it been an Ogi match, but I don't know. I don't want to say. Now that you mention it, that's a good point because the next matchup is Bill the Girl Cooper versus uh, Victor Porras. Victor Porras, and in that one person, Bill the Grill is in a he's in a gi, gi. and Porras is in nogi. So, so so I don't know. So it's really funny because potentially because this is it'll broadcast on Flow, so you can watch it. So potentially this is going to be a gi match. Potentially going to be a nogi match. Potentially we actually have no idea at this point in time what the rules are for it, or anything about the event. But I'm actually really excited for this matchup. I, if it's actually, a for, for, match, both, for both these matches. Yeah, these matchups are great. Um, if if Keenan Cornelius and Tex Johnson are in the gi, that should be really interesting. Um, you know, we, we've seen um, Keenan take actually a little bit more of an aggressive role sometimes um, recently. Like, he will play guard against some people, but um, he's been passing a little bit more, and... Uh, and shown a little bit more aggression on the feet. So yeah, I don't know why. I think, I think since Worlds, we've seen him be like he kicked up the aggressiveness kind of after Worlds again. Was like, oh shit! Like you Even can play in that. Worlds. 
like you know with the yeah, Leandro Lowe match, he was he was definitely standing oh, yeah. up a little and bit. He, in he that. has that, but I think yeah. definitely in 2018, towards the end of that, we've seen much more like aggressive passing and, and like aggressive guard work out of him as opposed to like more the floaty guard work. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see, and you know, at least in Nogi. Um, We've seen Tex play a lot of guard. We've seen him been he's been foot locking the fuck out of everyone recently. Yeah. Yeah. So, straight ankle locks are fucking brutal. Yeah, him, so. yeah. He's been going for straight ankles a lot. Yep. We think we saw him finish a bunch of those ADCC trials. I would be shocked if he finished Keenan with a, a straight ankle lock. I'd be shocked if he finished Keenan. Well, yeah, yeah, period. But like also Keenan has those like gumby ankles. Yeah, know, he like, does, doesn't he? They kinda like roll around a lot. So He's got, he's got that weird, like, lanky Gumby build yep. where it's, like, really hard to break his feet. Yep. He's footlockable, but you, you got to really break him to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, uh, this I, is exciting because, again, this is these are always kind of fun. We don't we, we like to know the rules beforehand and know that, like, gi or no gi beforehand. But it is kind of fun occasionally to go into these, just have no idea, like, and be able to just speculate on, yeah. like, hey, if it's gi, this could happen. If it's no gi, this could happen. So this is going to be a fun matchup. Yep, and so hopefully so. it's broadcast. Hopefully everything's good. And uh, we get to see some really fun jiu-jitsu. The card's got a bunch of other grapplers on it. There's some other names we we recognize. Uh, I think Will Tackett's on this event. And there's a bunch of other names that we see frequently. Uh, yeah, Will Tackett is versus uh, Jeremy Morris. There's a bunch of other names we see here, not infrequently on Fight to Win cards. And so, so it looks like a pretty good event. I'm just less familiar with a lot of the other names on it. But should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome headliner and co-headliner. So Yeah. So under a preview of the 2019 Abu Dhabi King of Mats. This always throws me off every single time. Because we cover two organizations. We cover the King of Mats. We cover the King of Mats, King of the Mats, and King of Mats. There's three? I don't know. I think I, I think fucked, there's two. I think I fucked that up. There's Abu Dhabi King of Mats, and then there's King of the Mat, which is different. Yeah. Yep. So Abu Dhabi King of Mats always takes place after their Grand Slams. Basically, it's a semi-invitational. Like I think it's a, I think it's an invitational. It's an invitational, and then like certain people can place into it. I think from the regular Grand Slam tournament, it's always mm-hmm. on the last day. Maybe. So this I don't know. one they always run it after the fact, though. Right. So Abu Dhabi Grand Slam is going on the tenth and eleventh, and then the twelfth is the Abu Dhabi King of Mats. So it's always a really fun event. They run it in a very, very strange, very complicated way to cover for us because it's two brackets, and it's very hard to figure out who is in each bracket. There's an A group and a B group. Very similar to how, how Copodia runs it. Right. And then based upon your performances in that round robin of your bracket, then you go on to the finals. Right. And it's always very, very hard to figure this out for us on our end, but it does lead to some really, really exciting matchups, and you get – all has to do about who you fight first. Right. Because if you fight like a monster first and you're tired going to a second match, you can have a worse second match. It's really interesting, honestly. Like, I, I don't hate the format. It is just very difficult for us to cover because uh, when the results come out, it's not necessarily apparent what order it happened in and then who was in group A and who was in group B. Yeah, it takes a little bit, but yeah, it's still a ton of fun to watch. So... Uh, we have in terms of entries. Uh, and this is, a, this is a middleweight king of mats. So they've done open weight. They've done different weight classes. This is the middleweights. Gabriel Arges, Isaac Behens, Alan Nascimento, Diego Romalo, DJ Jackson, Roberto Satoshi, Espen Matheson, Gilbert Dorino Burns, Manuel Ribamar, and Hudson Tellis. You always put the R on Ribamar. Hibamar. It's Hibamar. Because it. it sounds dope. Yeah. So uh, this will be a fun event. Again, we don't have a ton. We don't have a ton. We don't have the brackets out yet. We don't have the groups out yet. So we can't really 
I don't again, we're any for any sort of bracketed format, we never like to speculate on like oh this matchup, this matchup because there's just there's so many variables that we can talk about for 10 minutes and then these guys never meet and it's just kind of 10 minutes of of wasted preview. Yeah, yeah, that being said, I mean, there's a lot of talent in here um and the matchups are going to be really really compelling. It's always a ton of fun to watch. Yeah, you always get some str- you always get some strange matches too. Every every time there's always like some weird thing that happens in these, so it's a- always a lot of fun because you never know what that X factor is going to be. Yeah, it's hard to maintain um, consistency when in this round robin format because you know you, you're having a minimum of three fights. Yeah, well, and a lot of these guys compete the day before too. Yep. A lot of these guys, I think, like, no DJ, is in the regular bracket for the UAGF. Yeah. No, all, like, pretty much at least half of these guys are. Yeah, I think so. That's Roberto Satoshi, Izake Behance. I think Behance is in there as well. Yeah, so most of these guys are going to compete for one or two days before this yes. and then also compete in the King of Mats. Sorry about this little cut here. Uh, I just had a huge coughing fit. Yeah, man almost died from a peanut. Yeah, it was, it was not good. We were talking, all of a sudden I just started choking. It's like, oh, this is bad. So uh, that's why there's a weird cut right there. So apologies for that. Um, we were talking about King of Mats before I almost died. That's right. Um, yeah, just a ton of weird things can happen, um, you know, in these round-robin formats. And certainly it's really, really hard uh, to get through and to win these things. So whoever does, usually it's... Is the King of Mats. That's right. Well, it's, yeah. And also just an absolute monster. And also gets hella paid. That's right. Which is dope. So that pretty much does it for the week. There's a bunch of events coming up. Not a whole lot else going on. It's been a, Honestly, this is the last slow week we'll have for at least, uh, looks like... Pretty much forever. Three months? <sighs> and there's like a little... It slows down. It doesn't. It kind of slows down. A, oh, never mind. It doesn't. No, man. I thought there was a little gap there. Oh, there's just two events uh, on the 8th of uh, nope. February, but it's also West Coast Trials. Yeah, so I remember talking to um, Matthias Lutz about uh, where he was going to be competing, um, and he said basically what we're starting to cover now, which is, you know, Euros um, – and all of these things that are starting to ramp up, we have ADC West Coast, ADCC West Coast trials. Um, you know, things are we're we're sort of getting back in. There's a lull for the holidays, so, and then so here's what right now what we have. Again, this is not a complete list yet. This is not the list we're going to publish, but um, going through the entire list, we have on the 10th. So this is January. We have UAE King of Ma- uh, Abu Dhabi. Uh, then on the 11th, we have Fight to Win 97. 12th, we have Third Coast Grappling Championships. 12th, we have King of Mats. 15th of the Euros. 19th is Fight to Win 98. Then we have Marianas Pro Japan on the 19th. Marianas Pro Korea also on the 19th. Rise 6 on the 25th. Serious Grappling 3 on the 26th. Fight to Win 99 Scottsdale, Arizona on the 26th. Kasai Super Series on the 2nd of February. Fight to Win 100 on, in Hawaii on the 2nd as well. 101 in Denver uh, on the 8th. ADCC West Coast Trials on the 9th of February. Copa Podia Season 6 start on the 16th of February. Fight to Win 102 on the 16th. Combat Jiu-Jitsu Fight Night on the 22nd of February. BGJ Stars on the 23rd. Grapple Fest 4 also on the 3rd. Uh, then we move into Feb- into uh, March. We have Gamblers Invitational 2 on the 1st. Fight to Win 103 in Houston, Texas on the 1st. Subspectrum 7 on the 2nd. Ultimate Matt Warriors 4 on the uh, March 9th, Kasai Pro Qualifier for the 205-pound pounders, that's what division it is, on the 9th. Fight to win 104 on the 9th. SOGC1 on the 9th. Grappling Industries has uh, Tim Spriggs versus Craig Jones on the 10th. 
and then we, it just it just it just keeps going. It just keeps going. We literally I have events all the way out until um, June right now on our calendar. Consistently, we have at least one or two events every single week for the next six months. Yep. Yep. And huge ones too. Like you, you know, just said, yep. You're just like, yep, there's a thing we're doing. This is my life yep. now. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you do. <laughs> so, uh, no, I'm pumped for it. I, I literally Yours thought I was going to read for like, fun too, I thought so. it was gonna be for like 10 seconds and I realized I just kept reading. I was like, oh my God. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, this is a giant list. Yeah. We haven't even made it to spring and worlds. And dude, stuff's not even announced yet. We're, we got a date for worlds announced. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's not on the list yet, but it got announced <laughs> today, I think. I took a screenshot. I was like, yep, and I add that to the list too. Yeah. So uh, there is a ton of shit coming up. So strap in. 2019 is going to be uh, – it is going to be a year. It is going to exist. It's yeah. going to be a thing that happens. It's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm super excited. Like we talked about last week, it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I predict big and awesome events. And this year, I'm going to start keeping a list of really great events and really great like matches and like guys to watch. I'm going to be a little more diligent this year on like taking notes for – matchups and like submissions of the year and fights of the year so that in 2019 at the end we can actually have a list like we talked about doing in 2018 yeah rewind recommends we have a website now yeah so it'll be good all right as always i'm yes unless you got anything else email nope all right as always i'm your host main here with my co-host emil and we are the grappling rewind we will see you on the mats if you like the show, please consider sharing it on Facebook with the folks at your gym. It's the best way that we grow the show, and we really appreciate it. You can reach out to us on email. We also have Instagram. We have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have Google+. Until that shuts down. We have a website. If you have an event you would like to have us cover, please let us know. If you have a name, like most people do, and you'd like to have us stop butchering it, let us know. Reach out to us. The show is also available on YouTube, Spotify, in addition to iTunes, and every other podcast service. We very much appreciate your time, and thank you.